And Drew Romenda, we have a special guest for football yes. at four today. The man, the new boss, Corey Mace, head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, also a special guest here tonight. Did, did you get to know Jose Bautista yet, just a, a little bit? You know, I'm actually a little upset you didn't announce me before those guys. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. Uh, we just we just came from the hotel. We were all together and uh, made a trip over here. All, all excellent people, man. It's were cool. you a ball player growing up in British Columbia a little so, bit? So, you know, I was just talking to uh, Britt, actually. She was asking me that, and I, I, I yeah. I played until about 13 and, and realized, uh, man, I'm not making these really good teams. I should probably look to switch it up. So I, I, I switched it up. I got out of the baseball world. It wasn't for me. So, uh, But, no, I appreciated it, though. So uh, this week, uh, a young man, Quantez Stiggers, is uh, making a heck of a name for himself at the East-West Shrine Bowl. He last night playing, or yesterday playing, he has the Toronto Argonauts helmet on because of the, his situation. He never played college ball, but he's draft eligible in the NFL. What, what's how cool is that to see one of your former players down there with an Argos lid on, even though you're a rider guy now, show up yeah. and, and you know might be drafted in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think if nothing else, Jamie, just um, man, I'm just I'm just so excited for the kid, man. And obviously his story, I'm sure everybody will get to know it here pretty soon if you don't already. But uh, you know how he approaches the game um, and how he came in uh, humbly. Um, it was really cool because he was just kind of a blank canvas. You know, the, you got to look at the positives. And uh, he didn't have all the college experience, but the kid was a blank canvas. And mm -hmm. as a coach, you love that because they just kind of listen to what you say right away, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, credit to the coaches that he worked with. Uh, also, you know, uh, Coach Bell, who was very hands-on with that, who's with us here in Saskatchewan now. Um, it was really excellent to see the kid, man. Really happy for him. Drew, that's a that's a broadcaster voice right there, right? or a coach's voice. So I'm or a coach's <laughs> voice more than broadcaster. I, I wish I had that voice. Um, Corey, nice to meet you. First off, but when coaches now in the sport that I'm in, in hockey and in, in football as well, you guys go in for an interview. You're also interviewing the organization. What were some of the questions you had for the writers that satisfied you? Yeah, excellent question, Drew. I, I think. Um you know, some things that that I really wanted to uh, to stand on was uh, I wanted it to be a, a team environment through and through, and it's not just uh, you know my relationship with the coaching staff and or the players; it's front office as well. And I think um, I made that pretty clear, and, and I think Jo and I aligned uh, from that standpoint. Um, you know, prior to that, I, I was familiar with uh, Kyle Carson, um, and I think he knows how I operate. Um, so uh, I really just wanted to kind of pick the brain of J.O. and kind of understand the man he was, even though I think I had an idea. And it really just confirmed a lot of things that I thought. And we really just see it eye to eye and how we want to get things going. We talk a lot about culture and identity um, in, in, both, in, in every sport. The importance of building a culture for a winning organization. How do you go about that? Yeah, also another great question. I think, uh, luckily enough, uh, having the experience of going to Toronto, um, you know, coming from Calgary at that standpoint, uh, we, we all didn't know any better. We just understood it to be one way. <laughs> and then when you go somewhere else and see that it's not like that, uh, to be able to implement that was really cool to see. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to sound lame because I keep bringing up the same stuff, but to me the very, very first important thing is the, the relationships and understanding the people that you work with. Um, you know, everybody might be motivated differently, 
Um, you spend the time to figure out what motivates these, these, you know, in our situation, these guys to, to play the best version of themselves. Then you got to spend the time and make sure you hold them accountable, accountable, excuse me, to, to the standard of who they expect to be. And then if you get everybody hitting all, all cylinders, um, certainly, you know, that's the intangible outside of the football aspect, uh, which I believe this game does have a lot to do with outside of the game. Corey, Corey Mace joining us uh, live here at the Kinsman Celebrity Sports Dinner, the head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The trend all of a sudden, uh, you see it in the NFL. A lot of younger faces getting head coaching mm. jobs. Yourself here in the CFL, one of the youngest head coach, well, youngest head coach in Rough Rider history. Why do you think that is? What, what is it about a younger coach now that's getting promoted quicker than ever before? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I would. Uh, I, I guess the first guy that comes to mind was McVeigh. Uh, he took off, so thank goodness he was successful. <laughs> so maybe we're all out of it. <laughs> so. Um, I, to me, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we relate really well with uh, the generation of players that, that are there with us now. Um, and not to say that there aren't really amazing coaches that, you know, are a bit older. Uh, but a lot of us young coaches have learned under these guys, um, you know, schematically and also can relate to the guys. I think that goes a long way right now. A lot of these players want to feel like uh, they want to be treated a little bit differently. So, um, you know, I have, I'm the youngest, and I was talking with uh, a good friend of mine, Deron Mayo, who's on staff with the Patriots. Yep. His brother's the youngest in the NFL. Unless somebody got hired who's younger. I don't know. That, that changes <laughs> no, every five yet. minutes not in yet. the NFL. Um, <laughs> so, no, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool, but you you know, you don't know it until someone brings it up, right? So, um, I don't know. I, 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 I appreciate the opportunity. Um, the fact that I'm 38, I could care less, man. I just like to win. That's really all it comes <laughs> yeah. down to. Well, well, coming up is uh, how to help you guys win is the negotiating window starting on Sunday. So take us through it. Like, do you and J.O. have, okay, you're calling him. You're call, I'll call him. You're calling him. All ready to go for Sunday at noon when the negotiating window opens up? Yeah. Sorry, 11 a.m. Yeah, man. Time. So that's that's a thing, right? you got to keep a close eye. Obviously, we spend time um, combing through and, and retaining the people on the roster who are always there who we feel that can give us the best opportunity to win. And then from there, you kind of just, you got to anticipate, right, of, you know, what players are going to make it to the window. Um, Usually towards the back end of it here, teams start re-signing guys like crazy um, because they're getting a little nervous, so to speak, and as they should, usually guys that are going, you know, are are fairly good players. Um, So, yeah, you got to kind of have a plan of attack from that standpoint. And, you know, if someone doesn't make it to the window, then you got to kind of pivot from Mm -hmm. there. Um, But, no, J.O. and I have been... uh, you know, lockstep going forward, or you know, even to this point, you know, I was texting him before I just sat down here. <laughs> so we're we're constantly, uh, you know, devising the plan. Of course, he's at the he's at the Shrine Bowl scouting right now, uh, but uh, with free agency coming up, how excited are you about what you can potentially get? I know you can't name names. That's tampering. <laughs> There's no tampering in the CFL, no true, or any ne- sport, never, no. <laughs> but how excited are you on what potentially could land here in Saskatchewan? Yeah, I man, I, I I'm excited about the fact that there's a little bit of a buzz about people who potentially would want to come to Regina mm-hmm. and play football. Um, not to say that there never was. Um, maybe I'm just more ears to it now that I'm in the position that I'm in. Um, but like anything else, fellas, we, we got to make sure that uh, the ink dries. You know, so <laughs> it's it's one of those things you can get really excited about, but until it happens, you know, um, I was telling my wife the same thing. We finally moved into our place in Regina a couple days ago, and she was like, can we celebrate? I said, not till I wake up and someone doesn't <laughs> kick us out the house. 
out. <laughs> you know, so same thought process. When the ink dries, then we'll celebrate. But, yeah, the the, the, the perspective of, of what to come, yeah, no, it's exciting, no doubt. Uh, but that's, that goes back to, the, you know, you were talking about relationships you have with players and how important that is as a, as a coach nowadays to have – because I don't think the game, like Bill Belichick, the game didn't pass him by, but maybe the generation of players did. And so those relationships for a young guy like you are, are really important. That must play a part in being able to attract free agents. Yeah, Drew, I, I, potentially, you know, I, hopefully, yeah. you know, we if we get some guys, you guys can ask them that. You know, um, I, I just know... Um, you know, myself coming up as a player, um, I've, I've had, I've been lucky enough to have all kinds of coaches, you know, the old school, so to speak, you know, hard, hard nose coaches, the nice way to put it. Um, I've had some <laughs> other coaches that were relationship guys. And, and to be honest with you, because I feel I look at myself as a relationship guy, I get to know these players. Um, there are some players still who like being coached hard. And I'm very yeah. capable of doing that, too. So <laughs> I think it's just uh, the lure of being able to just understand people, I think, maybe um, could, you know, check check a box for me. That is uh, Corey Mesa. There's people huddled around his table at the I'll VIP event. They want to meet the new head coach of the Saskatchewan <laughs> Rough Riders. Uh, thanks for stopping in Appreciate here you and uh, enjoy your night. Absolutely. Uh, you too. This is great. I'm, I, I feel like everybody's, I'll say, oh, Jamie's lying to you guys. Bautista's by my table signing autographs, so that's why there's so much traffic. Just, just one quick thing. If you guys yeah. need ties, I have a lot of ties here. I can send you some ties if you guys need. Uh, you know, oh, no, the, uh, no, no, no. I don't. I don't occasion. Drew, I don't do those ties, man. I'm already sweating with no tie. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, that is Corey Mace, head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders here on the Green Zone.